This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Oh, my Lord, we are halfway home on a Tuesday. What an interesting and exciting Tuesday we've had so far. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for being here. We really appreciate you. However you choose to consume us, uh, the FM dial comes in really nicely in my car. Uh, you can do the Odyssey app, certainly. You can watch us on YouTube. People seem to enjoy that. I don't know why, uh, but they do. Can never pick my nose. They notice everything I do. I'm very fidgety on here. I get a lot of comments about my fidget, fidgetiness. My fidgetiness? Yeah. Um, you got one yesterday on uh, Instagram. It's our boy Adam Hawk. Yeah. From, from, Nation uh, from Nation Golf. Golf apparel company. Phenomenal they company. They commented, uh, we just posted the Open that we had fun with yesterday. Yeah. So I just can't stop watching Woodsy just chomping on chomping a pen, on a pen three cap. straight minutes. It's just <laughs> what I do. Just the oral <laughs> fixation. Uh, and we are also on Twitch as well. So uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our Seems executive. Seems very appropriate for someone who's fidgety. Yes, Twitch. Twitch. I should be my go-to, <laughs> my go-to app. It should be a radio nickname. Twitch. Hey, it's hey, us, Booger up, Twitch? and Twitch. <laughs> Why do I have to be Booger? <laughs> Your name starts with B. Ah. This is uh, Booger Higgins, and uh, he's with us as well. Thank you, Booger. Booger and Twitch. This is a good one. Is that a real show? I think it might have been. They come on after Snot and Storch. Well, yeah, Snot and Storch. Remember, I mean, Booger McFarland. That's yeah, not that's, his no, name. That's, yeah, but that is his nickname. That's, that's his that's professional the, name. It's the worst nickname of all time, Booger. Hey, Booger. And they go, they call him Booger. Like, hey, Boog, what do you think? <laughs> Could you think of a worse nickname to have than Booger? Probably. Dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going out live. He's down on the field. Dingleberry Higgins is uh, talking to Brady Oak here at halftime. Dingleberry, what do they have to say, Dingle? Terrible. Hi, Twitch. Hey, what's up, Twitch? You know, they uh, they talked to Eggy Rosario after the game last night and asked him through Danny Sanchez, the translator, 
That name Eggy. What's the what's the deal there? And he said, I think it was his grandfather started calling him that, and it stuck. He didn't like it at all, but eventually it just kind of grew on him, and it stuck. And he was then known as Eggy. Uh, you know, since then for the rest of his life, Eggy what was Rosario. His name? I don't know what his uh, actual his name is, but that his uh, his grandfather kind of nicknamed him Eggy, and he's gone by that uh, ever since. And by the way, they made uh, clear in the chat if you're looking for uh, Ben and Woods on Twitch, it's under ninety seven three the fan. Correct. Yep. Yep. It's okay. In the, it's linked in the description. Linked of the video in the description of the video. YouTube. There we go. So we got it all. We're all covered. Make sure you uh, give us a like. On, if you're watching on YouTube, I don't know why that helps us, but apparently it does. So do that. Uh, this segment of Ben and Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. I see a lot of reaction to this morning's piece from fans who uh, are convinced the Padres, if they ever want to figure it out, cannot do so with AJ Preller as the general manager. I, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that they they're wrong, but I want to ask the question. Do you believe it's possible for people to fundamentally change? Like, you know, well, I think we all agree. AJ is a smart guy. Yeah. Hard worker. Absolutely. He's got an eye for talent. Yep. And he's got a good skill set that's, that's lifted him up to this level. None of which is, you can't deny none of, yeah. any of that. But he also clearly has struggled over almost a decade now, creating the right kind of consistency and atmosphere that is conducive to a you know a generally successful clubhouse. Now, not every team is going to be successful every single season, but you really need to hit more often than A.J. has on the big league level if you're going to be a successful general manager. So the question is, do you believe that, that A.J. Will, will see any of this? You know, whether it's the internal, you know, the meetings that, that he has with his own staff, players that talk to him, or just read the comments from, you know, Dennis Lynn and the anonymous quotes from former players and staffers that have worked with him, and will go, you know what, maybe, maybe there's some truth to this, and I need to do things differently, and that I can evolve and be a better general manager than I was before, and this can still be, uh, you know, successful if I do things differently. Do you believe in that? Or is uh, Tiger has their stripes and you can't oh, really change it? I mean, of course I believe in it. I of course, I, of course, I, people can change. It's will he? And if he, if 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 nothing in the last nine years were to inspire any change, well, that that piece in twenty one, if it were me, and I, I like to when I'm talking about an athlete or a GM, or I like to put myself in their shoes. He's not having a good morning. No, nope. not having a good morning at all. You know, and. Uh, I'm sympathetic to that. I would hate to wake up and see a piece like this written about me. I would hate it. I would have, you guys know me well enough to know I would hate it. Oh, yeah. And I think most human beings would. So I do try to put myself in his shoes. Um, but I think if that piece, which is almost identical, came out in, in 2021, if that didn't get me to make some changes, and again... Well, it did in one way. He, he went out and hired Bob Melvin as manager. Sure. Which a lot of people thought... Oh, he's, this is being forced on him. This is not someone that AJ would choose. He can't. He can't control Bob Melvin like a puppet. The way he likes to, you know, be in charge of everything. This shows growth from AJ Preller that he would pick Bob Melvin as his manager. But now we're finding out two years later that even though maybe he made a wise decision in choosing Bob Melvin, he hasn't really been able to change the stripes of who he is and leave Bob Melvin 
to the job that he was hired to do. Correct. As an experienced, you know, three-time manager of the year. And that's, you know, it's probably an overgeneralization. Of course right? it is. You know, of course it's, it is. It's absolute, it absolutely is. Um, but I do think, man, like, like I said earlier, I think two men that have an issue with each other can get in a room and say, look, at the end of the day, what is our common goal, Bob? Well, AJ, mine's to win a World Series. How about you? Mine's the same. Great. Step one. Here's what I need from you. I need you to stop doing this, this, and this. Okay, I can agree to that. Can you agree then to do this, this, and this when I ask? Absolutely. All right, let's go out and kick some ass. Like, it's, it's happened before. I don't th- you know, it says in the article it's unfixable. That scares me. It shouldn't be. That's two stubborn men not giving in. Both, and that, what that tells me is that no one is bought in on the same page here. And that's what you're missing is that, Overall bleed to win um, mentality that is a an entire culture of an organization from single A rookie ball whatever all the way up and I think we're seeing some of it now finally in the lower levels a lot of dudes playing well a lot of teams playing well a lot of um, talent being developed right now problem is. This was all supposed to have happened six years ago, right? We were supposed to be enjoying the fruits of an international draft, Ben. The fruits of of some of the draft picks that A.J. Preller had. I think sometimes you panic, you get an opportunity, you're like, if I can bring in him for this guy and this guy, let's just do it, maybe try to win now, move up the window. I understand that. But the leash for A.J. Preller... I think it really depends on AJ Preller. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over you know, and over. Let's let's and he's it. gonna quickly. He's gonna have to rebuild this roster again, again. If it's not him, then somebody else. But there are massive gaping holes in the roster for twenty twenty four. And we've discussed every team has to rebuild in a certain sense almost every season. I mean, there's always changes that have to be made. Have there been more changes though than in this organization? I don't. I think it's quoted in the been article. A lot. 29 coaches in nine years or something something ridiculous. I, I want to bring it to a more personal example, though, because you just talked about how simple it sounds. Get in a room, you share a common goal, you know, hash it out. Okay, yeah, I can do that. You can do that. Let's let's work together. We really let's pull on this same rope. Yeah, I can I can change and you can change and let's do this. Where it becomes more difficult is when things are not going well. Absolutely. You and I don't, you know, we don't always see eye to eye on everything. Nope. But, you know, we, we do our best to work together, and things have gone well for us. Our show is doing well, so that makes it very easy to, you know, hey, you know, you want to do what, Woods? All right, well, things are going well. Go ahead. You know, I've trusted you before. I'm going to keep trusting you. What's hard is when things are not going well. Because in a baseball season, it's you're going to have a point where things take a downturn. Every team goes through struggles. In a 162-game season, you're going to have a bad month or at least a bad stretch. And then what do you do? Do you revert you and go back to, oh, this isn't working. i got to go back to doing what I was doing. i gotta, I got to micromanage. i got to get in there. You know, i got to bristle at the general manager. i got to do things my way. Or do you stay the course and go, Let's ride it out. Let's keep doing what we've been doing. That's when it's hard. When things are not going well to say, I need to stick with something that I don't necessarily 100% believe in because I I said I would do this and I said I would change and it's not working and the instinct is to panic 
and go back to, you know, you know, go back to your instincts. Well, I'll tell you, you. The, the instincts that have not treated you very well over the last few years. If our boss, Adam, was in here meddling every day, I wouldn't work here. I wouldn't. Um, I worked, we worked for a spot that was very meddlesome. I hated it. Yeah. Every day, and I'm learning the business as we go. So I just fell in line and said, great. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'd love to talk to Russell Okung today. Sounds good <laughs> to me. And Paulie's got Maurice Jones Drew on tomorrow. Excellent. It was part of the reason I wanted to work for Adam because he told me, I wanted you guys to be you. Do what you do. Adam's a great manager in that sense. They're coming up on five years uh, yeah. here at the fan. There are times He's never once said you have. I need you guys to talk about right. this. Never. Said, hey, if you guys missed it, here's a story. Right. Do with it what you will. Correct. And how many times do I say thanks, but no thanks? Right. right. And he says okay. About ninety eight percent of the time. Correct. But if <laughs> if he was constantly in here, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why did you make this content decision? I wouldn't work here. I just wouldn't. But I'd you can also else. see why the place where we worked at the last spot had people who had been in this industry for 20, 30 years. You know, it had some success and they liked things being done the way they had been done. You talk tons of football. You have, you know, football guests and beat writers on. And Woodson, I don't really want to do that. But that's what had been successful in the past. So you kind of want to. Hey, this is the way could, we do it. This not is not adapt. This is our way. You've got to do that. You know, this is how you're going to be successful. And if you don't want to listen to us, well, well, that's dumb. Why wouldn't you take advantage of the experience and the knowledge that I'm offering you? It's tough. It's you know, leadership and it's uh, it's a complicated, always evolving process. And you need to evolve as a leader and you need to evolve as a follower at the same time. And right now, Padres are in a a world of hurt when it comes to both of those aspects of, of building a winning culture yeah i mean i i agree and and i don't know how you change it here's the other thing that you, we always say okay if not bob melvin then who well if not aj preller then who and how does that look does he come in does that person come in he or she come in and gut everything start fresh what does that do to the so-called window do you hit the ground running you know um Honestly, it's a huge undertaking for whoever, you know, not only do they have to come in and and try to win now, they also have to continue to build the farm system and have, they also, hey, by the way, your job is to fix the culture that seemingly has been broken here for nine years. It's a tall order. Who wants that gig? I don't want it, by the way. I would have no interest in it. Zero. You want me to be bench coach and slap some asses, hit some fungos? I'm your guy. But you don't want I, – I would not want to – okay, let me take a deep dive into our rookie ball and our Dominican camp. and uh, No no chance. No chance. It's too I, and, much for one person I don't to think, handle. I don't think it's as simple as addition by subtraction. Oh, AJ's gone. Everything's just fixed now. We all breathe a big sigh of relief, and the Padres all of a sudden are a world beater. It, it's not that simple. I wish it was. I mean, that would be an easy fix. Oh, yeah. AJ's just been causing all the – he's not. It's not that simple. It's much more complex and, unfortunately, much more difficult to put your finger on and then actually take action and fix it than simply saying it's all AJ's fault or it's all Manny's fault in the clubhouse or it's all Bob Melvin's fault. None of those things is completely true. None of those things is completely, completely false. Yeah, I do yeah. think uh, it's. I think one of those scenarios is easier to be in their shoes than the other. I would rather be the new, the incoming 
GM, president, whatever title, than the new coach, I think, under the same. Oh, no question. Because no you're question. given the keys as the president to run things your way. Right. And you are inheriting, you would assume, Bob Melvin, and it's your choice if you want to keep him. I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't. No, but I thought you were saying if if one, if one if the manager goes to replace Bob Melvin, knowing what's how things have yeah, gone. Yeah, that's a much that worse position. That is a hugely terrible position. And you might get... A guy for his first job in Major League right. Baseball again because, hey, hey, nobody else is knocking on my door. Right. Like, this is great. I get to be a Major League manager This is now. fantastic. I'll do whatever you say. You're not going to go get somebody that's been doing it for 15, 20 years and, and has their and successful idea. because yeah. they're going to be like, this. there's no way I can work in this environment. Correct. Like, well, hey, that, if I was interviewing for the new man, if Bob Melvin's let go, if I was interviewing, I'd be like, hey, man, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Why is there such massive turnover? Right. You know why do all the coaches go on to success other Whereas places? If you're the if you're Heim Bloom, whoever, yeah, whoever, 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 clean house, you come in and you're like, okay, I got it's just these more superstars. Work. It's way more oh, work, hundred percent. You know, way, way, way more work. But you know, it's, delegate a little bit. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, uh, if you want to call us eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three, we're also going to give away those Power Trip Festival passes. Uh, valued hundreds of dollars of value to see some top uh, metal and uh, rock acts that are going to be performing next month out in Indio. So your chance to win is coming up. And then Jesse Agler is going to join us at 835. We'll continue our Padres discussion here on a Tuesday morning with Bennett Woods after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Going to take a phone call or two here before Jesse Agler joins us, and we're going to give away those Power Trip Festival passes. But you got the math done, or someone did oh, the math. Craig Elston, man, the the great Craig Elston, uh, texted me. You posed the question. All right, if the Padres won every game, which there were what eleven games There's left? There's now eleven games left. So, and I said that doesn't get them to the playoffs. They still need help, and I yeah. estimated. I said, I think between like 25 and 40% chance, I think they'd have to make the playoffs. So that was just my gut feeling based on what other teams would have to do and how often it would occur. Uh, so Craig texted me, said, answering the stat question Ben was just posing, a statistician on Reddit did a million simulations of the rest of the season. A million. <laughs> Padres winning out happened 0.03% of the sims. Right. Tiny amount of time. We knew that. We knew that part was the most unlikely. And then. Our beloved Benny, so quick on his feet. In the Sims, where they won out, they made the playoffs in 28% of them. All right. So even if they won every single game. One in four chance. 28% chance, yeah. To make the playoffs. Yeah. Man, it, what, I, what I can't allow myself to do, <laughs> which I've been doing, is going back over the mental checklists of the ones that right. just got away. The Like last night was one that almost got away. We've had so many of those. Well, I was at... That Ro- I went to, I think, two games in that Royals series, and the thought of that makes me want to literally fall on a sword. <laughs> like, just put a sword up and just fall on People it. made fun of me because when they were up 11-3, I texted about, looks like it's not going to be another one or two-run win yeah. for the Padres. And it ended up being a two-run win, and I was fine being wrong about that because it showed how strange it is that the Padres never win a close game. Yeah. Close games, people think, oh, you, you scored one run late to win by one. That's not how close games always work. Sometimes you blow a six-run lead and you win by one. Yeah, and even the Padres don't do that. It's weird how they they almost never win by one or two runs. It was the first two-run win since July, and they only have one one-run win in their last. I think it was thirty-seven victories or Ooh. something. It's pretty nuts. All right, before we give out the uh, passes, let's go out to the phones. Josh has been waiting, wants to talk Padres here with Ben and Woods on ninety-seven-three. The fan. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Good. man. How are you? Doing great. Hey, culture has been the key word for months, if not years, with this team. And culture is not that difficult. The problem with culture is you have to have leadership, right? Right. But you can't have leadership that isn't empowered. And it's so obvious and it's so easy to see that we bring in a great leader like Melvin. And he's just cut down at the knees he's not empowered to do what he knows how to do and every time manny has a bad day manny goes and cries to the gm and then the gm gives manny how many hundreds of millions of dollars it's so obvious that aj needs to go and that aj is the problem that it it's that simple and so whoever comes in in his place which probably won't happen could simply empower melvin to do what he knows how to do and tell some of these prima donnas sitting on our bench to get their, you know, what in gear. And then we have a winning baseball team, but AJ can't let that happen. So that's what I got. Josh, good call. It is, it is rare to see in sports where you have like a longtime powerful GM and also a powerful coach. Eventually, you know, Bill Belichick wants to have control over the personnel. He may be the coach, but he wants to say. He wants to be the guy. You can really only have one the guy in a sports organization for the most part. You Now, they all have GMs and 
coaches, pretty much every sport, football, baseball, they're there. But to have two like alpha leader personalities in those positions is rare. Usually it's a, if it's a big time coach then the GM's kind of in the background and, you know, he's pushing the papers around and helping make the moves, but the coach is the guy. Other organizations, yeah, you've got the the GM's the guy, and they hire a young, you know, less empowered coach, and the all the leadership comes from the top. And both ways are successful. They've been successful in sports. You don't always have to have a big-time coach. You don't always have to have a big-time GM. But you rarely can have both at the same time. Someone has to step back a little bit. You know, for the good of an organization, would you say that? Uh, yeah, I mean, somebody does, and and usually, I mean, I can, I can always, I can always see the point of everybody wanting to be the person that turns it around instead of you know you if you if I owned a baseball team, do you think I would be a meddlesome owner? I feel like I kind of would be, as much as I want to think that I wouldn't be, and I'd sit up in my my ivory tower. And look down on all of the things that are mine, right? Ah, I did this. All these people here. This is amazing. I think it would get to you after a while. And you're like, why did we go to? Uh, why did we go to Honeywell there? I I feel like I would what be is, that way. What is the best owner in sports? Is it the one that is? It's just a business to them, and they hire people See, to now do all of the jobs. That sucks too. Or, think about the Mariners, right? Right. Their ownership isn't invested necessarily in winning. I think Peter like, Seidler could be – I think you could paint Peter Seidler as one of the best owners in, in sports because he said, look, I want to win. I want to have a culture of winning. I want long, sustained winning. It hasn't happened yet, but I think you know, I'll, I'll open my checkbook. I'll let my GM make a ton of mistakes, spend a lot of money. I'm trying to think of the only like owner, like passionate, involved owner that has won and been successful I can think of is uh, the Mavericks and Mark Cuban. And even he, they they won one, and he's, he's, had, he's, had, a, and he's had a lot of but issues like, that seemed like he, they've hurt the he team talked as about well. about the Mariners owner. I think they're still owned by Nintendo or the people that run Nintendo. Like, they've never been to a game. Right. They wouldn't the, know where the ballpark is. It is literally is. just money to them. Yeah. And then there's, you know, Jerry Jones maybe is on the far Stalking other side. Stalking the sidelines. Like, is it somewhere in the middle? Where's the balance? What it, makes No one the who best cares owner? passionately, though can really totally be hands-off at the same time. I mean, imagine if you owned the team. Imagine if you owned the team. (laughs) I'd be a wreck. I'd be a wreck. Peter, he's got the temperament for it, certainly. Doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. Willing to take some chances, willing to open the checkbook, willing to go against the grain in a quote-unquote small market that just, by the way, uh, surpassed three million in attendance. Congratulations, Padre fans! That's that's a banner I'm happy to hang as a Padre fan. I think that's a big one. I think you, we should all pat ourselves on the back for that one. Um, but I don't know what the perfect combo is. I mean, who you know, who in baseball? George ha- Steinbrenner won a ton of championships. He was the worst. You can't, man. you can't put him as the pinnacle no. of being a great owner, though. I mean, he was the worst. So indecisive. You know, you're you're hired, you're fired. Never mind, you're hired again. No, 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 I'm going to fire you now. No, I'm bringing this guy in. He's fired. You're back. I mean, the Giants won, won, the San Francisco Giants won three in five years. Yep. Never really heard much about their owner. No, never really did. Who was the architect of those teams, the the general manager when they were on their run? I can't remember. It's It escapes me right now. Was it... Um, Sabian? Was it Sabian? Yeah. yeah. It Sabian. Yeah. Saby Sabster. Saby Sabster. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, we all try to... You know, you all try to um, 
emulate and and oh the Dodgers are doing this we got to do this oh the Rays are doing this we should get to this five years later um, you know I mean but the Padres have traditionally been a little bit slow to adapt uh, in in some of these moves so I don't know man I don't know what's going to happen I have no idea but it, this can't be good <laughs> this can't be good for AJ Preller you, you know that Peters read it. You know that everybody in the front office has read it. They're probably listening right now. It's not a good day for A.J. Preller. It's the second one of these he's had written about him. It sucks. It sucks for him. It sucks. But nothing changes unless – and I'm not saying – when I say nothing changes if nothing changes, I'm not saying you got to can him. I'm saying he needs to change potentially based on these last two. I've got – Paulie printed them out. I mean, I've got a novella here of, of indictments, you know, against, against the GM right now. Uh, maybe they all just need to get to power trip together and have a nice, uh, you know, festival experience in the off season. You can, uh, you can call now. We're giving away a pair of three day passes to power trip featuring Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, ACDC, Judas Priest, Metallica, and Tool. Get your tickets now at powertrip.live or win them by being the fifth caller at 833-288-0973. Giveaway number two today right now here from Bennett Woods, and we'll be back with the voice of the Padres, Jesse Agler. At least he's getting to call some wins lately. Fun for Jesse, uh, the incorporator, next here on 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by the Old Town San Diego Chamber of Commerce. Get ready for a culinary extravaganza in historic Old Town San Diego. 
Join us on Thursday, September 21st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Indulge in rich flavors and diverse cuisines at participating restaurants. Tickets available now at tasteofoldtown.org. Prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable journey at Taste of Old Town San Diego. All right, uh, speaking of journeys, he's just back from a very long road trip. Called his fifth straight win last night at Petco Park. Jesse Agler joins us right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fam. From the premier Buick GMC of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Danek. Traffic is sponsored by Air Max, San Diego's highest rated heating and air conditioning company. Still a bit of a challenge on a couple of our roads this morning, guys. Northbound side of the 5 before E Street, a crash blocking the two right lanes. Westbound 52 past the 125, a collision involving several vehicles. That's over the left shoulder. Up ahead, an accident clearing near the 805. Coming down the coastline, southbound 5 before Cannon, collision has been moved over to the right shoulder. Looking for the best in HVAC? Choose AirMax, San Diego's highest-rated heating and air company with free diagnostics on all repairs and estimates. See why over 1,100 happy customers have given AirMax five-star Yelp reviews. See AirMax today at AirMax.com. And Kelly Danik with Ben & Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. And as we welcome Jesse Angler to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, let's just get right into the most important question of the morning. When you get back from a long road trip, Jesse, oh, yeah. do you unpack immediately or <laughs> do, yes. you let, the do you let the stuff sit in your suitcase for a while until eventually you kind of get around to unpacking everything? It, uh, it's a very sort of variable situation, Ooh. right? It depends what time we get back. It depends you know, how quickly we have to leave again, because laundry is always the primary consideration, right? Like, do I need to like really get myself in gear when it comes to laundry or do I have a couple of days to play with? So look, um, you know, early in the season, you try and stay on top of it and you think to yourself, oh, I'm going to unpack as soon as I get home. But sometimes we get home at, you know, midnight, one in the morning. I'm not going to start unpacking while everybody's asleep. So um, it's it's all over the map. By the end of the season, there's a lot of suitcases lying around. That, uh, that's something I'll cop to. I got dragged by my beloved uh, missus last night uh, on Twitter for not unpacking for about 36 hours to, to where she just finally did it, uh, Jesse, which is why we wanted to ask you the question in case you missed her very public uh, dragging of me last night. Uh, but I, I wanted Suitcase to- shaming. You know, yeah, oh, I feel yeah. like as as a society, we, we need to move past suitcase. Yeah, I agree. I, I I agree. <laughs> One more road trip for you guys, man. Uh, you know, eleven games left to go. Hottest team in baseball, though, right now. No, nobody's won. We have the currently the longest, longest win, streak. Yeah. win streak. Feels great. Feels great. Eleven to go, Jesse. Um, you know, I know that you are a one game at a time kind of guy as well. But uh, when this season ends, what what is in store for Jesse Agler? I mean, it's kind of the same thing every year, right? Like the first thing you do is you take a big deep breath and then you sort of reintroduce yourself to your family because um, they don't necessarily remember who you are. Um, and then it's it's really weird because it's obviously, it is two extremes. You know, I mean, it's like you go from having this thing to do almost every single day for seven months to not having that thing to do. And so like there's definitely kind of like a, a reorientation uh, into your family and into sort of like your normal life um, you can start scheduling normal things, a lot of doctor's appointments, you know, catch up on that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's sort of like, you know, you go from being extremely busy with work uh, to being extremely busy with life. So you kind of swing from one pole to the other. Um, it's definitely something like that's a little bit of a learned skill, I would say, that I've gotten better at um, as time has gone on. Um, but, you know, it's neat because like my my son is now old enough where he sort of have, has like a sense of it. 
Um, and, and like, he's excited. He's like, oh, you're going to be here every day. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of blows his mind. Um, so that's, you know, one of the silver lining situations, I guess, for right now. But definitely a long season. I mean, you know, I went to Peoria, I think, the day after Valentine's Day um, and, and really haven't had, like, a normal couple of days outside of the All-Star break since. So, obviously, I would, uh, I would love for this team to pull off a miracle here, have a little October baseball. I, I've said to a bunch of people lately, you know, just kind of reminiscing on last year, I don't know, and in fact, I do know, I've never had the kind of fun professionally that I had in the postseason last year. No question. It was just, it was as good as it has ever been. Tony and I have kind of like, you know, waxed nostalgic about it to each other a little bit the last couple of weeks. Like, we just had such a blast. Um, so definitely a bummer that it's not uh, looking like it's going to happen. But, um, you know, that is that is life. That is sports. And as I often say, just when you think you know something about baseball, it smacks you in the face to remind you that you don't know nothing at all. Jesse, I would think that the last few days have been enjoyable as well, and not only because they've been winning. Obviously, winning is more fun than losing. But after a, a season in which you know it, it's essentially been the same guys out there for a hundred and the first hundred and forty games or so, you've had some different faces, different stories to tell and talk about. Guys who have been in the lineup that haven't been there as much. You know, Eggy Rosario and Matt Batten and Luis Camposano has come on in the second half. And for a broadcaster, I, I'd guess that a, a little freshness is sometimes a good thing here in September. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's one of the, the fun parts of the job, right? It's like telling different people's stories. Um, and, and so, yeah, the winning is, is a big part of what makes it fun. And I imagine, you know, enjoyable for the fans as well. But there's no doubt, you know, and look, each of those stories is a little bit different. What they might mean for the long term is a little bit different. You know, same thing with some of these relievers. And, you know, as I kind of like start to pull back a little bit and look at this season, you know, we talked about it a bit last night, Tony and I on the air, you know, like Tom Cosgrove, like that's a great story this year. This is a guy that, you know, I don't know what they thought about in the front office, but I didn't really have much of a thought about Tom Cosgrove, you know, back in spring training. Um, I knew he was a guy. I knew he was a reliever. You know, I knew he was from New York and that, you know, he might get some innings this year. But, like, he has turned into a legitimate bullpen piece. And, and that kind of stuff happens every year. You never know who it's going to be. But it's really neat and fun to sort of watch a guy get an opportunity and grab an opportunity. And I think the other one for me, you know, late this year, you mentioned him, Camposano. Look, you guys know I do not like playing general manager, uh, especially this morning. I do not like playing scout. But I'll tell you what, man, like Luis Campusano looks like he's turning into something very, very special before our eyes. You know, I mean, this is a guy that we've heard a lot about for the last couple of years, kind of a big prospect. You know, he's been derailed by injuries. Um, he's kind of lost opportunities, you know, because of other reasons. Now that he's getting the chance to kind of be the guy here down the stretch, like, again, I hate being scout guy and trying to talk like I know what I'm, you know, speaking about when it comes to, you know, scouting and talent evaluation. But, like, he looks like a budding star to me. And, and you know, whether that turns out to be the case, we'll see. But I, I just can't be more impressed, not only by the results, but it's the approach. Um, and, and this guy, I think, is going to be a very, very big part of the future. I love watching him hit. Uh, I do. I love yeah. watching him hit. I love his approach. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, we talked about it with Adam Jones. It just it, the first two swings are his. The last one is the team's. And I, I love that philosophy. Uh, and he really he he plays that way. And um, by all accounts, too. I mean, the, the pitchers like throwing to him, and and he's come a long way. I mean, he's come a long way. He's overcome uh, a lot. Some of it self inflicted. Uh, some of it 
you know, beyond his control. And uh, he's overcome a lot. I, I'm really encouraged uh, to see what he can do with a full season. Um, yeah. he, you know, and I know you hate playing GM again, especially this morning. I know you have not done your reading yet, but I'm sure your phone's been blowing up. Um, listen, the, the article came out this morning. It's kind of the second... It's kind of the second article by the the same uh, writers, uh, it, two years apart, and and it begs the question. Um, they talk about in the article, you know, relationships being unfixable, and you know, my kind of theory, Jesse, is I think anything's fixable if people are willing to change. I wanted your uh, c- kind of take on that. Do you do you feel like you know an AJ Preller or a Bob Melvin um, can change at this point in their careers and lives? I, I would think so. You know, I think that's part of being an adult, right, is like having to adjust to your circumstances um, and, you know, kind of meeting in the middle or something along those lines. Now, look, sometimes you get oil and water. Um, that is a scientific thing, right? And I guess that can happen with relationships as well. But, you know, look, whenever stuff like this pops up, I always, you know, try and tell people, think about your own workplace. There's always going, you know, all this stuff that happens with the Padres, it gets written about publicly. Yep. But it's really if you think about it, stuff that happens at everybody's job, right? So whether you're a UPS driver, whether you host a morning radio talk show, whether you're a teacher, whatever you might do, you know, like there's probably dynamics in these stories that are familiar to you from your own workplace. And yes, in theory, anybody should be able to change, adjust for the greater good. But does that always happen? Of course not, because we're human beings. We're not perfect creatures. Um, And so, you know, at the end of the day, there are people whose jobs exist basically to try and figure that stuff out. And if someone can't figure it on their own, then somebody figures it out for them. And what that means obviously can be any number of different things. Um, but yeah, like you would like to think that, you know, two adults can get together and, and say, hey, let's sit down and talk about this. And here's what we're going to do differently and then follow through on that. But again, that's just not like the, always the reality of life, whether it's here, there or anywhere else. So who knows, you know, what happens. But I mean, in terms of, of this story, which I haven't read yet this morning, the one that came out the other day in the paper, which I have read, of course, um, like this is what happens when a team with these kinds of expectations doesn't live up to those expectations. Like this stuff is going to come out. This stuff happens on every team. This stuff happens more frequently, I would imagine, on teams that are struggling. And so then you can get into your chicken and egg conversation about culture and performance, right? Um, but like this, it, it is an industry in which Secrets generally are not kept of this kind um, when things aren't going well. When things do go well, you don't hear about this stuff. Um, so, you know, it doesn't make me freak out and, like, ring, you know, the 10-alarm fire bell or anything like that. Um, it's just sort of the nature of professional sports is that, you know, when a team does not meet or exceed its expectations very often, especially when the expectations are as lofty as this team's were, you know, you're going to start hearing about stuff like this. Talking to Jesse Agler, and, and Jesse, let me ask you about the uh, the other debate we had a little while ago, and I think there's arguments on both sides for this one, but some people say Manny should just shut it down immediately, get that tennis elbow surgery, get as much time as possible to recuperate and be ready for next season. Manny, of course, says, hey, we're not eliminated. I want to keep playing until it's officially, officially done, even though we all know the chances are in, in, infinitesimal that the Padres could actually Good get word. to the playoffs at this point. That's not your incorporator word. No. Uh, where do you kind of fall on, on those two sides? Yeah, it, it, like you said, it's a really good, you know, sort of like, hey, I can make either argument kind of situation. Uh, my thought is, you know, let's say, and I, I, you know, I haven't done the elimination math, but let's say they hang on for a week, you know, before they're mathematically eliminated. 
right? Okay, so it's next Tuesday. I'm in San Francisco. We're having a conversation. And maybe, you know, like the elimination number is one. The tragic number is one or it's happened. Does does this week make a huge difference in terms of like when Manny's going to come back next season? Probably not at this point. You know, it's not like we all hear something, right, from an athlete and it's like, oh, six months. You know, six to seven months. Yeah, he said now, it. <laughs> he said it. Yeah. It could be it could be five. It could be eight. You know, like the, the it's such an imprecise thing to forecast, particularly before the procedure has even been done. Like we don't even know what the procedure is yeah. yet. Like we haven't heard what kind of surgery it is. So like, you know, will the five, seven, eight days now necessarily and automatically mean five or seven or eight days? longer on the back end not necessarily you know that's that's like a little bit too literal i think of a look at this situation but generally is there an argument to be made for hey now means sooner sure but i just i don't know that it's like as big of a thing as possible i understand where manny's at if he's physically able to continue to give it a go here um then you know that that if that's going to be his choice i get it i get where he's coming from and i mean he's still hitting the ball pretty hard and they are still in it so you know, he wants to be there for his team. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. We don't even real world concerns. The surgeon they want to do it may not be available for four or five sure. days. So you know, you don't even sure. know all the things that are going on. All right, we're down to the last couple incorporators of the year. I always like to go with uh, food related ones, just like the first one. Mayonnaise got us all started several years ago. So, uh, Paulie, if you will give Jesse his incorporator word that he has to work into tonight's broadcast with Tony Gwynn Jr. Fiddlehead. 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 Fiddlehead is that Jesse. a soup? Uh, it can be. It's it a. It's a. It's the furled frond of a young fern harvested for use as a vegetable. So before it turns into like a frond, it's curled up into a little like looks like the top of a fiddle actually, and that's why they call it a fiddlehead. But you can eat it. You can uh, saute it or put it in a soup or do whatever you want. It's a fiddlehead, and that's your incorporator word for tonight. Is it is it like related to a hearts of palm? Is it a like little that bit? Kind of? Yeah, yeah. Good, good thinking. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely uh, on the, yeah, the, the like the bracken <laughs> family of uh, harvestable foods. You had it? I don't think I've ever eaten fiddleheads. They look weird. They look they look strange. I'm excited to get a look at it. This will be our final uh, radio incorporator. Oh, your TV next week, next Tuesday. Nice. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll make it strong. Good luck, Jesse, tonight. Thank and, you, buddy. Uh, Key, hey, like six in a row, and Blake Snell on the mound, and going for a Cy Young Award. We'll all be tuned in. Looks good to me. Enjoy, right. guys. Thanks, brother. Jesse Agler on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Fine New Roads. Kind of looks like a twisting okra almost. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's it, definitely odd. I grew up in the South. Are you an okra fan? <sighs> Fried okra is not bad. See, but nothing's really that bad when it's deep fried. Say, well, yeah, exactly. So I grew up in the South. They... Like that's you eat it from birth. I, I've always hated it. Fried okra, slimy. If it's, if it's done poorly, it can be very slimy and unappealing. But I like pickled okra. The whole stalk, pull it out. It's pickled, and you just all down the hatch. Phenomenal. I've not had it in years. Years. I hadn't even thought about okra. I've always hated the name too. You want me to make you some okra? Okra. okra. I don't. <laughs> I'm good. You can say more okra for you. Good crossword puzzle word. Okra. Well. Yeah. O-K-R-A. O-K-R-A. Yeah. yeah. But this is Fiddlehead.
And that's the incorporator word for today. All right, buddy. All right, so we got an hour left. Uh, we've had some good reaction. we got some Padres tickets to give away. Let's get Paulie. some more calls, too. I want some more calls later. Paulie has something about going commando in the round <laughs> report. That's odd. All right, we'll get to that coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.